It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. A beautiful day for a copyright strike. Won't you, Would be, you mine? be mine? <laughs> Wouldn't you possibly be mine? <laughs> <laughs> I lost the whistle. It went away. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Rat Boy, I wanted you to know that I've been watching Futurama and Simpsons clips today just to be a little mm. bit happier. I've been watching some Futurama with my kids, which is a lot harder than the Simpsons because those have to be curated. They're much more inappropriate in comparison. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Your whole family is mad. A what? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Favorite line ever. Is it mm. mad to want to create a... Uh, my own uh, uh, subatomical monsters, a beast with a blood sucker. Oh, I can't do it right now. But anyway, hey, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to another excellent episode of Cinnamon Gush. Uh, Brendan's here, Nick's here, and we are going to talk about our most anticipated stuff for 2024, I had a slow Friday evening the other night, and there's this YouTube channel called One Media that always kind of pops up on the right-hand side of the algorithm, and I saw a trailer for something called Monkey Man, and I don't know why it caught my eye. Maybe it was like the fact that Jordan Peele's name was listed on it, and I've liked everything that he's done. His why it caught my are, eye, too. His four movies are great. Uh, <gasps> nope. Uh, Us. Uh, Get Out. Get just out three, just and Keanu. Yeah, but he didn't direct that. Oh yes, yes, of course. Yeah. Yes, that's fair. I have not that's seen fair. Keanu. I should do that one. Yeah, though I don't believe he wrote this one. I think he just produced it. But uh, that but brought me down this rabbit hole. What are you gonna say? He does have one coming. Is it coming out this year? Or is he filming it this year? I believe he's. What I think I know what you're talking about. I believe he's filming it this year. Okay, I so think, that's probably uh, 25. Gosh, I'm just gonna Google real quick. Oh, sorry, he did do Candyman. Candyman. Heard that was good. Death Stranding. Untitled fourth film directed by Jordan Peele. What an excellent, excellent IMDb post. I have an untitled movie in my, my list of movies I'm looking forward to. A new release date has not been announced, although 2025 seems likely. So I went down this rabbit hole of watching trailers because I tend to, you know, if you've been listening to us for a while, Andrew, you know that I don't tend to watch trailers. And I was like, F it. I'm going to watch a whole buttload of trailers. And a that whole is bunch unlike of them, you. It is. And because I, here's the thing <clears throat> I, I mean, I have. Vivid. I think we all go on autopilot when we open Chrome first thing in the morning. We all have. I, we all have at least five tabs we go to. I think. Mm-hmm. Minor script shadow. I have two different news sites that I go to that I don't want to talk about. Uh, Old dot dot com and um, Apple dot com slash trailers. Like my whole life, it was Apple dot com slash trailers, and I would always refresh every morning just to see if there were new trailers. I remember my that. Time player I remember that play. in college. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so I, you know, and then I think it was really Shutter Island that ruined trailers for me for at least a decade now that I think about it. And so I loved going in fresh. I loved going in with no knowledge of anything. I was like the only guy in the room who went and saw Justice League who didn't know Wonder Woman was yeah, in but it. But Batman vs. Superman. I was going to say Batman vs. Superman is what That's it. Yes, that's what me. it was. Yep. So yep. I will watch, usually I'll watch the first trailer. It depends on the movie. It really depends on the movie. Yeah, absolutely it does. And so I, I texted Brennan right away. I was like, dude, I saw, well, let's see, one, two, three, four, five trailers. And I was like, okay, we're doing our most anticipated list. So we have a top five uh, that we each kind of picked out for our top moves of 2024. I have a couple honorable mentions. But some of these trailers I want to just put into your way real quick. Um, mm-hmm. The first one was this Monkey Man one. It's the first movie that uh, Dev Patel co-wrote and is and directing yep. and is starring in it. And it kind of looks like 
John Wick meets Mumbai. Not not a good I one. mean, Mumbai. Yeah. <laughs> well, the music was so damn good. Oh, but it, and it looks beautifully shot. Oh man, and that's the thing. Is, is as much as I love John Wick, it has come to define the action genre these days, and nobody does it, it really as well. Has. Mm-hmm. Nobody does it anywhere near as well as John Wick's has done it, but this one at least has a fun new setting, and so that that appeals to me. Yeah, and I think there's always something to be said about just putting it uh, in a different location, wherever you know, whatever kind of movie you're trying to make. I suppose like, I'll just put it over here. I'll just put it over there. Like it all seems to work a little bit. So yeah, it's the Martian, one... but in Detroit. I could see it. <laughs> <laughs> The slow thought, yeah. Oh my gosh, he's downtown Detroit, like eight miles. He's like, okay, first of all, I'm f- <laughs> like, that's the opening line of the movie. I need to get food. How do oh I get gosh. food? <laughs> uh, so, uh, Monkey Man was there. It's gonna be in my top five. This one called Ricky Stanicky with Zac Efron is from a a script from like 2009 or 2010. I heard about it a long, long, long time ago. Uh huh. Um, and like most movies, I, I forgot that I, you know, saw, read the synopsis and read the, the coverage on it. And then I saw the trailer and I was like, holy crap, is this thing that I heard about, you know, 14 years ago? And it looks super funny. I have been dying for a good comedy lately. So um, and that looks I, like it's got me. I love the cast. So that's why I'm optimistic for that one. But those movies, yeah. it's the exact kind of movie that could go either way. I feel like it yes, could it be is. a comedy classic or you could watch it and think, well, I, that was complete fluff forgettable. You are 100% correct. It really could go either way. Um, the premise being these guys want to go on, you know, party with their friends. So they make up a fake guy and keep pretending he needs their help. Yeah. Throughout these guys entire life from when they were young to now that they're older and married and have kids, they have had this imaginary fall guy that they have used to get out of any situation they don't want to get into by being like, Oh, sorry, Ricky's on the phone. And then they would like fake a phone call and Ricky Stanicki's on the other line and he needs help or whatever. Well, now the chickens have come home to roost and the wife is like, we need to meet this person. We have to meet him. He's been a part of like every major moment in your guys' life. You've missed so many number of things because of him. We have to meet him. So these guys are going to hire an actor who they picked John Cena to be Ricky Stanicki. Playing uh, a washed like up stripper. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, almost like the, the magic a, mic of it. That's a great role for John Cena. John, I never thought it would John get to play with John Cena and uh, uh, Zac Efron are two of the best people working in bro comedies oh i know but here we are here we are and i'm, and I'm so delighted so ricky stinnick looked good um i saw the joker 2 trailer and i don't know i i've not seen anything with lady gaga acting but my understanding is she can act but man doesn't seem like what she's acting in this trailer the, what's that one uh stars born i don't know yeah yeah, I, I but, think too. It when they have the moment of the Joker and Harley Quinn in the elevator, and they both look like how they look in this universe. I just thought to myself, this is that thing where like you have a franchise character, and then they bring in like the indie comic artist to do a one shot of it, and then you're which like, I like. I, don't know if I, I do some, enjoy some. Some are this. very good. Like I was thinking Frank Miller off the top of my head. Um, so I don't know if I'm gonna go this route. We'll see. But and, I am the, very the, intrigued. I'm. Gl- I still don't know if I like the first Joker. Correct. I, I'm still Thank not you. sure on that. <laughs> I yes. I can't say exactly I disliked it, but I can't even I can't say that I liked it. I don't know. But let me put it this way: I am 
glad movies like this are being made. I enjoy the Elseworld type comic book movies. Yeah. It's a fun way to do that. Uh, I will probably see this. I don't know if I'll enjoy it. I think that's a pretty fair assessment for what I'm going for what I'm thinking to for myself. Just Oops, sorry. it's got TikToks that you send me are playing auto playing. There really? We I was trying to pull up the list of trailers we watched. Uh, I was like, how the hell does that work? <laughs> but I'll take it. Um, so Joker two was another one of them. Um, the fall guy. This was the one that I, the people at work that I know that follow trailers and movies very closely. This is the one they're super excited for. I saw, I had not heard of it until I went for a walk yesterday and I walked by the movie theater and saw the poster and was intrigued. And you sent me the trailer and watched it. It looks like so much fun. It does look like so much fun. But it also got me thinking, for some reason, that I need to give Drive another shot. And so this kind of inspired, because in Drive, he also plays a stuntman. And I was thinking to myself, we should have a little series called Retry. Because, I mean, you, sometimes you, you see like a movie. Drive. I didn't love it, yeah. But as time goes on, sometimes you see a movie and you're in a certain mood, and then that movie doesn't land well. And then years mm-hmm. later, you watch it again. And then you're like, oh, this is, sure. I get it now. Like for me, that was No Country for Old Men. I saw that in theaters. I hated it. Mm-hmm. And a couple of years later, I rewatched it, read the book, and I was like, okay, now I get the love. Like it all so, suddenly made sense to me. Let's see if we can do this with you for another one of my favorite movies. Absolutely. See if I, it gets you a real human being. That scene in the elevator, one of the best That's scenes what, in the last decade. Uh, come on. Huh. Smushy face. <laughs> That's great storytelling. That's just it's delicious. Oh my gosh! And the, the thing is, in my face. heart, I know you're right. I know that you're right. <laughs> well, let's um, do it. I, yeah, yeah and, an excuse and, to rewatch Drive is a great, great day. Yeah, and then uh, for some reason, one of the ones that popped up that is not a movie is Shogun on FX. Mm-hmm. Have you seen this trailer? I watched the trailer. It looks gorgeous. Yes. <laughs> You don't know uh, yet. It it looks gorgeous. Cool. No, no. The the thing is, so I felt I, I can't explain this without going back to the last samurai. I love the setting, the period, the history of of feudal Japan. All of that sounds great. This is not even a whitewashing issue. I just find sticking a main character to the white guy makes it seem more boring, because I want to be immersed in that history. Yeah, that I can see that. No, it does. It's almost like the token fellow, <laughs> one but, might but suggest. I know it's supposed to be your entryway into another culture, but I would just rather be part of the culture. I don't know. The, the, I get what you're going for. That's my hesitation, but it looks gorgeous. Yeah, man. It does look gorgeous. It looks like something that doesn't belong on television, and I think that's what that's what intrigued me the most right off the bat. Um, especially because I just started the game that you had recommended to me that I pick up Ghost for PS4. And and by the way, real quick tangent for those who don't know about this game, Ghost of Tsushima, where you play like a samurai warrior, uh, there is a mode that is Kurosawa mode oh, that yeah. makes it black and white. And I was, Those dude, I brain. almost did it. I almost did it, but I chose uh, Japanese audio English subtitles instead. That's the right way to go. Because you all, exactly. there's so many beautiful <laughs> colors in the game. It'd be a shame in your first playthrough to miss out on them. Yeah, but since we're mentioning TV, I would be remiss if I did not mention, we talked about this very briefly, I think, offline. Um, I'm, I 
I started reading the three body problem and uh, the way the library overdrive works is that you check it out for 21 days and I listened to it while we were on this road trip and I was at 92% when it automatically returned to the library and I have a 16 wait week to, or yeah, 16 weeks to finish it. It's coming in the next four. So I'll finally finish it. But I am very excited for that TV return. The three um, body problem trilogy is probably my favorite trilogy of the books in the last decade. I they've affected me deeply and I love them to their mushy cynical core. Yeah. And you'll have to see the trailer for Constellation too. That's another Apple TV one that I thought this could be really good as well while I wait well, for Severance. So I have to ask you, have you seen the trailer for the Chinese three body problem? What? It's coming out. It did it come out or is it coming out this year too? Because there's two no adaptations way. right next to each other. Yeah. Chinese edition. Is this correct? The trailer came out like a year ago. You're Chinese. blowing my mind right now. I know. It it does not look as polished as the the American one. Um, there it is. But it does look interesting. I just got to I don't think this will spoil anything, but I just got to see how they do the computer. I don't remember. Yes. Okay, good. That doesn't spoil it then. <laughs> um but yeah, I see the oh, Wikipedia page last for it. It's just called yeah. Three Body. So it's out. You can watch that. I can watch that. Ooh, I'm very tempted. Yeah, I'm very excited. 8.7 out of 10. That's actually pretty Very excited about, about this next one. I hope they keep making him because the Dark Forest is top, top, probably top three sci-fi works of fiction I've ever read. Oh, that excites me greatly. Very much so. So yeah, went down a rabbit hole of trailers, and then uh, I was like, "We're gonna come up with a list of the things that we're looking forward to because these are always the fun. these are always so fun. These are always so fun." So, um, I've got my list of eight. So I'll give you three honorable mentions. What do you got? Do you have five got, as well? I or? got nine. Yeah, you got nine. Okay, so honorable mention. Uh, I think I would be remiss if I didn't say "Gotta Go Fast," even though I haven't even seen Sonic Two. I can't wait for freaking Sonic Three. They knew what they were doing when they put out that promotional picture. Uh, I boy, really oh like how Shadow's <laughs> boy, oh teeth boy. look like real human teeth. <laughs> like you could really bite an apple, just getting the flesh of that apple. Oh gosh! Oh my gosh! He's got a gun. That's why he's so cool. He's got a gun. <laughs> oh, so yeah, Sonic Three is uh, is my number eight. Um, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention how excited I would be to see what Borderlands is going to mm-hmm. look like. Eli Roth, whether or not you like the. What's the torture porn? I think that's what they got from him, the hostile mm-hmm. movies. The man does have an eye for cinematography. He just does. And so the Borderlands movie, I think, is gonna be pretty darn good. Yeah. Um. That. What's my? That's my number uh, seven. What do you got? All right. I got. So I'm gonna change the order up here. Yeah. So the next three I'm gonna do give it. you. I'm hopeful they were gonna be great, but I hmm. have no confidence. In them being great, if that makes sense. I want them to be good. It makes perfect sense. They could be terrible. So I'm going to start with the one that I think is the most up in the air of of the group, and that's the Untitled Alien movie. <gasps> yes, I saw this one listed. I hope it's great. Go on. I Alien is one of my favorite movies. I even really like Prometheus. Let's not talk about Co- Covenant. Um, I I love the franchise highs and lows but it has had highs and lows and we'll see where this one falls 
Wonderful. Mm. I, I'm curious. I'm curious. I'm, I'm excited. Um, the next one I have on my list is The Bike Riders. I don't know that one. I don't think anybody's going to be as excited for this one as I am, but Joe Nichols is this amazing director who did Mud and uh, Midnight Run yeah, and yeah, another um, Shotgun Stories, oh, I think. He's a Midnight super talented f- uh, writer and director from Austin. He did. What's his name? Joe Nichols? Or is I it Mike remember. Nichols? Wait, Joe Nichols is a singer. Talk on it. Midnight Mike. Ah, oh, shoot. Because he did another movie that I absolutely oh, love, and I can't think of what it's called. Mike Nichols is the graduate. Joe Nichols is a country singer. Story about Great, the I completely this week. <laughs> Please remove all of this. This is all removing any of this. This uh, is the this is the authenticity no, we crave. <laughs> Jeff so, Nichols. I haven't. Jeff Nichols, <laughs> son of a bitch. Uh, take shelter. Take shelter. I love awesome. take shelter. Take shelters. That's a great shotgun movie. stories. Take shelter and mud. That's the one I was looking yes. for. Yep. Yeah, man, that was the one I meant to say. Yeah. So he hadn't done anything in quite a while. Um, not since he did loving back in 2016. So I was like, it's, it's Jeff Nichols. The guy is insanely talented. Um, he's a working man's filmmaker. And so I'm very excited to see what he does next. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious to find out if, um, Austin Butler has gotten rid of his, his, uh, Elvis impersonation in this one. Oh, I know. He just kind of lives that, doesn't he? Uh, did you, there's a news article out this week that he had to hire a uh, voice coach to get rid of his accent. I love that. I actually, yep. that's, that's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. All right. So my next one, this one, I feel bad putting in the, who knows if it's going to be good because I love this man's movies and the movie that this is linked with is one of my favorite movies, but the trailer for this one did not inspire. <laughs> I'm hoping I'm wrong, but I know I will see it either way. And that's Furiosa. Yeah. The trailer seemed a little iffy. Yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Now is our, is George directing and writing this one or is it somebody else? Uh, Miller's doing it. Yeah. He, he okay. did. Yep. He actually wrote it right after, if not at the same time as, as Fury Road. Okay. Yeah. 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 I feel that. Uh, well, top five for me. Uh, number five is, uh, you know, just because the wife is the wife twisters. I, I hope that's good. Wonderful. I hope it's yeah. going to be good. I think it's going to, I think it's one of those things where the, everything I loved about the last Jedi that had me with such insanely high hopes for the rise of the Skywalker is what gives me twisters such incredible hope because is there a trailer yeah, Bill for Pax- not yet no oh, okay um, but these are just my anticipated so you have uh, Bill Paxton dead Philip Seymour Hoffman dead uh, Helen Hunt still around you have those elements alone could make a really incredible story about like kids that are just trying to live up to their parents legacies like you could do all of these really neat things with that story and uh, you know I think what really made the first one so emotionally impactful was the fact that she lost her grandpa to a tornado and that emotional driver for her of trying to understand how these weather things work is what drives a lot of the movie. Yes, the effects were great for the time and yes, the the romance story was kind of fun and cheesy along the way, but that emotional pull through, the more times you rewatch it, you really understand how that drives the characters as well as it does. Um, So I think that there's a really strong opportunity with this movie to do it well and so 
I have hopes for that one. So that's why it's number five. I got to do that one with my kids. I haven't seen that since I was a kid. We watched, That was like our number one most rented movie. We should have just bought it because I, I, it was a great movie. So oh, I, yeah. I still had two more honorable mentions. I'm just going to blast through them. Mm-hmm. Um, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. I uh, yep. adore the recent series. I don't think this director has done a lot of great stuff, but he got the look, so I hope it's good. Ooh, what else did he do? I think he did... It's not uh it's not it's not something in the way. It's no, somebody else. It's it's I think he did the Maze Runner. Oh. That oh, I don't know who you're talking about. I think. Mm-hmm. Hang out with us while we Google things. <laughs> something. Oh, my internet's down. <laughs> that doesn't make sense because I'm talking to you. Whatever. <laughs> Um, and then oh. this one, the only reason it's honorable mention is because I haven't seen a trailer, but I know I'm going to enjoy it. And that's Roger, Robert, Robert Eggers, his Nosferatu remake. Oh, have you seen the, have you seen the onset pictures? Yes. I think I saw one production still. And, okay. Yes. And I'm in. So I regrettably have seen nothing that man has done. I love and it. And that is a mistake. It's not for most people. This year with the witch, uh, uh, and the lighthouse, yeah. I will watch this October. I, yeah, the witch I didn't. I I like the witch is great. The lighthouse to me is my favorite of his. The lighthouse is a and, psychological mind f. And Northman, right? Northman's great too. Yep. Okay. Yep. I really so. enjoyed walking out of Northman with everybody hating it, and I wanted to say, guys, just look up the director. I mean, this is, <laughs> this is exactly what you were told you were gonna get. Um, He's one of those dudes who, like, I've heard one interview with him, and he seemed like the most down-to-earth, chill, drink a beer, yeah. like, laugh kind of guy. And making these and then he hard write, art And he does these amazing films. art houses. Yeah, art yeah. films. Because yeah. <laughs> no. it's, it's easy to get caught in this, like, Captain Jack, expressive art house director. It's like, when I was thinking of the film, I was trying to really capture what it was to be a boy at the time. And you think about the paintings and the masters and the poetry and you get caught in like this kind of, this is what an indie artist is supposed to be. And I've seen this evolution in one director in particular. And that's the guy who did primer where the first interview, he was like this boy of like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm at Sundance. And then the very next one, he was like totally blind. So this is what I was trying to do. You see the thing about the pigs is that when they're eating from the troughs, it's really describing the way that we, suck off the government's teeth like i don't know it's just it's something like that drives me crazy so just when you see like a fun guy um terry gilliam is one like this he's done sure. the most insane movies brazil and whatnot he's never done a drug I've in his seen life brazil Sup- we should do brazil sometime we should do brazil Have you seen we brazil? should do or the um oh, what's the one with eric the viking is it just eric the viking uh, he's got a number of just crazy wild out there movies um that everyone's like he must have been tripping the whole time nope just a funny british dude just awesome he's just british I have I saw half of Brazil and then I had to return to Hollywood Video back in two thousand and seven. So well, I've never seen it. So we should out. do it. We should do it. All right, yeah. I'm gonna write down Brazil. Um, then, I didn't. So for five, we already talked about. It. I'm just gonna throw out. I've added it this t- today because I really enjoyed the trailer for Fall Guy. So that's my five. Beautiful, beautiful. My four? four is my four is Monkey Man. I mean, it's just it. It I looks think it's gonna be great. So fun. It looks so fun. I, I that's that seems like an opening that one for me if I can swing it. So opening Monkey Man. If you don't, you know, we, I've talked, I've hyped it up. Watch the trailer. That's my number four. My number for four is Civil War. I like Alex Garland. I hope it's good. He, there's a Reddit thread that talks about this movie. And the guy who was, I believe the boom mic operator chimed in, talked about what a genuinely awesome dude that is. And then mentioned that in one of their conversations, he goes, yes, this is my last movie. 
What? As really? Far, as far as dire- as far as directing goes, he's not that think, old. No, no, no. As far as directing goes, he wants to keep writing, but I think that taxes him and slows him down by having to write and direct his own stuff. So I think sure. he's gonna stop after this. But we'll see. Well, I hope it's good. I'm trying. This is one where I'm avoiding a lot of trailers because I just want to go in and, and I saw uh, like half of the first one, and I'm gonna just go in with that. There you go. So, yeah. I think the two is like anytime I read somebody's post online where they're like, "Oh yeah, I know this person," and he said this. Every time, what I've had to do in my own mind is when I read that post, it's instantly a seven-year-old boy who doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> like, I have this super montage in my mind where it's just like, hey, what do I do? Did I ever, with, like, did I ever talk about my uncle wall? who works for Nintendo? <laughs> Barge the laugh. He did not. No. Well, I so I, I did see man. <laughs> that's because I don't have one. Nobody does. Um, no. There's literally, there not a single soul works for Nintendo who has a brother or sister with kids. It's just not a thing that happens. Um... <laughs> His first three movies I saw, and I, I think I said on the podcast that Min was so far up its own ass, and I'm so glad <laughs> it was made. I love that. Oh, I hate man. the movie, but I enjoyed every minute of it. So Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so that was my number four, and that was your number four, right? Yep. Or five, right? That was my four, um, so you're on three. My number three, Inside Out 2. I mm. think mm. in a lot of ways that was my – of all the Pixar movies, that's my most recent favorite one. I haven't loved anything since that one. Um, and that's I love Inside Out. So um, I think Inside Out 2 is going to be... I'm just going to trust. I'm going to trust if it's Pete Doctor doing it. Um, oh, is he directing says, still? If, if it's him. Um, yeah. I'll just find out real quick. Because that, that's the thing Doctor. is I have a hard time getting excited for it because Pixar hasn't done a lot of great since Inside Out. It's very true. It's... <sighs> So for, shoot, he's not directing or writing it. Yeah. No, hopefully. Ooh, but Meg Lafav wrote it. Oh, she's actually a very, very good screenwriter. Good, good. Oh, she wrote Inside Out. That's right. Okay, cool. So my so number three. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I said so. So I have hopes. I just I want to trust. The hope I want is to alive. Do well, as long as it doesn't do the panda crap. All right, go ahead. My number three is Deadpool three. I won't watch any trailers. I'm going to see the my one. Two. That's your number three, too? That's my, that's my number two. That's your number two. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm the only th- thing I want to see from it. I'm going to is, uh, is that still of a few Jackman and Ryan Reynolds looking all suave. Other than that, that's yeah. all I want to know. I want to go in blind. Uh, Deadpool two with Seth Coulter. I laughed until I cried. Um, we caught every reference ever. Um, I was the first person to say, oh, hey, it's Stan Lee graffiti on a building. And, like, nobody picked that up for weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I take a little a little teeny tiny pride in that. But, my God, so much fun. So freaking funny. Uh, the fact that people still can't tie the fact that the song Ashes was literally about everyone dying in the MCU with uh, the snap. Just, it's, it's oh, so good. <laughs> I just have such a good time with Deadpool, and I can't wait for three. I'm looking forward to it. Um, so your what's your two? three? That that, that was my, oh, my three, three was inside. My three was inside, inside out two. Inside. My okay, number gotcha. two was Deadpool three. So what's your two? So my number two and my number one probably could switch depending on the day. The only reason this is number two is because we don't know when it's coming out, and my number one movie is coming out relatively soon, like about a, a ish a month away. Gotcha. Um, so number yeah. two for me is Beyond the Spider Verse. Very excited about it. Gotcha. If it comes out give... this year, which it might not. <laughs> well, so I had to, what was going to be my top three isn't actually coming out this year anymore. So I had to move it off the list, which is Dead Reckoning 2, just to wrap up the mission. Oh, did that get one. pushed out? 
It got pushed Wait, to 2025. Did is the most Spider-Verse recent Spider-Verse get I saw. pushed out? It might have. Maybe I shouldn't have added it to the list. Uh, Hold on while we Google this. set for March 29th, 2024. Uh, I th- so the, the Rotten Tomatoes had it as an unscheduled. I was thinking it'd probably fall. We're talking late 24, even early 25, but yeah. it has not been confirmed yet. So we oh. don't know. So that's my number two with an asterisk. All right. Well, my number one, man, I think it's the same as yours. Oppenheimer 2 Nuclear Reactions. Listen to the synopsis. In this explosive sequel to Oppenheimer Atomic Antics, our quirky <laughs> physicist turned superhero, Dr. Eugene Oppenheimer, is back with a bang and a mushroom cloud. When a mischievous villain steals Oppenheimer's top secret formula for the perfect cup of coffee, chaos ensues as the world faces an impending caffeine crisis. <laughs> as Oppenheimer races against time to recover his beloved recipe, he discovers that the villain has unleashed an army of hyper caffeinated minions armed with jittery energy beans. Our hero must navigate through hilarious coffee themed traps, face off against a barista turned bad guy, and overcome his addiction to energy drinks. Did you write that? <laughs> Chat GPT. Chat did. GPT. Of course it's Dune 2. Are you kidding oh, me? That's not what I have for number one. <laughs> no, I meant for me. I meant no, for me. No, but you said you thought it was the same. It's That's not me for number uh, one. Oh, well, I thought Oppenheimer 2 would be the same. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, dude, Dune 2, I'm just, it's going to, oh, it's going to be, ugh, we didn't deserve Dune 1 when it came out. I saw Truly. it four times that year. Um, in fact, we recently rewatched it, when was it, December uh, just yeah, I, I can't wait. I can't I, wait. I've, just I've watched Mandis it twice with my kids alone to speak nothing of how many times I've turned it on just to watch by myself. Yeah, Villeneuve. Yeah. So I'll I, follow him to hell and back. I would. Absolutely. Oh, just just a master craftsman. I cannot wait for Dune two. Um, and so that's my number one. What is what is yours? I gotta be honest. I forgot about Dune. My number one is Madam Web. Um, no, <laughs> no, it's Dune. <laughs> number one is Dune. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh That's absolutely my gosh <laughs> you had me for just a second so i'm like not madam web i was gonna do craven the hunter for number one but that is on my that is on my like just go and have a good time list the trailer for craven the hunter was one of the worst <laughs> things i've ever seen i know and the thing is we talked did we talk about that on the podcast i don't know did we I, just, I was so ex- i was so excited when craven the hunter got announced starring russell crowe because i was like yes they're casting him correctly. Russell Crowe is the perfect casting of Craven, especially because the '90s Spider-Man did it very, very well. Um, the backstory of the, of the comic book uh, would make perfect sense for Russell Crowe, and then he wasn't Craven the Hunter, and I was like, "Freak, they got it wrong, dude!" So very wrong. Oh, and then that trailer where you could just tell where they took the After Effects stock <laughs> blood splatters <laughs> and drag them onto the frame. They're letting Adobe AI take care of everything. Oh, my gosh. When Aaron Taylor Johnson goes running on all fours. Oh, I know we should be talking about Dune, but I'm so excited for Craven. Yeah, man. It's I, We had Morbius. I clapped in the theater like a jackass. Uh, right when Matt Smith is, like, dancing like an idiot. And like, I just... I had so much fun in Venom, and then, like, the, the desperate attempt to, like, make it a Sinister Six post-credits excitement scene such mistakes so many mistakes craven will be a big mistake and i can't wait for the mistake madam webb is also a huge just, miscalculation sony has no idea what they're doing again just no this idea isn't hard copy the 90s spider-man 
You can say it was campy. Or you, can you clip know what? it to do memes all day, but they got the characters right. You might also just accept that you don't have a that you you leased out Spider-Man to the MCU and you don't have a good bit of of sticky spider webby glue to hold this whole thing together. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. I mean, how did Maximum Carnage do? Did that do okay? Venom 2? No, that's the Genesis game. How did Venom 2 go? I thought it was terrible, but... Okay, well, shoot. (laughs) My favorite part about it was was just a little factoid about the helicopters. You heard that one? No, what is this? They were filming the new Matrix movie across, like, in the distance. You're kidding. And they couldn't get... And they're like, ah, screw it. Just point it in that direction. We'll use their helicopters in the background. end of of carnage there's there's helicopters that are looking for venom and those are literally just the helicopters they're using to film the matrix oh my gosh so mark duplass and his brother talk about when they were shooting this movie with uh john c Riley and jonah hill and marissa tomei that at one point they were filming it and they had you know they had no budgets forever and at one point, a helicopter flies over, and they're like, stop the shot. Get the helicopter. It'll make it look like we had a helicopter. That's for the budget. <laughs> uh, and they would do that all the time. Like, anything to, like, raise how your movie looks. Like, if you see a car accident in the background, quick, make a car accident part of the movie. How's it going to work? I don't know. I don't know, but this is, like, money. Like, oh, my gosh, that's amazing. And at, at that level, at that level, they're doing that. Oh. Yep. Yep. And wasn't it there? Major, there will major. be blood that had no country for old men stuff in the background, or was it the other way around? No, I th- I don't think they ever had it in the background. I think they had to change their shooting schedule. That's what it was. Because it would have been because it would have been in the background. I remember that Entertainment Weekly article now. No, it's just like. But I don't remember so cool. which direction it was going. Yeah. They didn't deserve Paul Thomas Anderson back then either. Uh, I gotta. Or watch. the Cohen brothers. Man, those that's a good. This that morning, year, this morning, the Coen bitches. brothers wrote a horror film. They're shooting it together. They're getting back together. Oh, to they're do getting a horror back. Film. Get yep. the team back together. Get the get the brothers back together. Gosh darn it. I got to do Macbeth. Nomadland. That looks great. It, it was great. It was very great. I Good. really okay. enjoyed it. Especially okay. like, this is where the film history class stuff in the background helps. Like the cabinet of, Cal, of Dr. Caligari, right? Uh, Having yeah. watched that and then watching Tragedy of Macbeth and seeing what they were doing, like, not mimicking, what's the word? Paying homage to it, so good. So delightful. Yeah. Denzel Washington's awesome just great. What a great cast. Oh, my gosh. Casting choice. So. so Heck, should be a good year. So Dune 2. <laughs> Florence Pugh actually yeah. is in it, even though I mentioned Oppenheimer. She is in it as the princess. Arulin. Um, yep. And we're following Paul Atreides again, and we, uh, we got Jesse... Well, I don't want to say Ventura. That's way wrong. Jesse Eisenberg? No. no. He's not in Dune. Sure, Dune 2. Jesse Eisenberg? Is that right? Wait. I don't think he's in Dune 2. I'm 95% I saw his bald ass in the trailer. Are you sure you're not thinking of Austin Butler again? Shh, shut up. Let me see. <laughs> Wait. What? No. Wait. I thought he was in Dune 2. Who's in Dune 2? Oh, my gosh. Austin Butler is playing um, Freyd Ratha, and I can only assume that's who you thought. (sighs) That might be who I thought. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yes, that's right. Never mind. I don't know what I'm talking about. And Christopher Walken, you know. That's that's an insane and inspired choice for the Emperor. Absolutely. But, man, 
Rebecca Ferguson. Just keep putting her in stuff, please. Just Amen. Amen. Just keep doing it. Oh, it's gonna be so good. It's gonna be I'm so, so excited good. for this oh. movie. John Spates wrote it with Denny. Oh. Do, do you know the plot of of Dune Messiah? Because he he's made it very clear this week he plans on making that movie if they'll let him. Do you, know, do you the second book at all? Do you know? No, I do not. All right, then I won't say a thing. Okay, but that reminds me, the Dune TV show is also coming this year. Yes, which should be a prequel, like a thousand years before. Yes, is it? Is it the prophecy? No, that's not right. Uh, I don't remember. I remember sister being hood. really annoyed when the first movie came out. Right? I can't remember the uh, the nomenclature they used for years in Dune, but <laughs> but every review of Dune said that Dune was set ten thousand years in the future, and every review was wrong. It's set ten thousand years after the Butlerian Jihad. It's set twenty thousand years in the future, or whatever. I, I I'm probably getting it wrong too. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm curious in when that, that TV show is going to take place. Yeah, I think it's yeah very, very distant either way, future or past. But should be good. I know yeah, the man who wrote it, very so good. very excited. Um, oh. I, gosh, man, that's it. Like, there's going to be and there's going to be more surprises. You know, I'm sure there's going to be like Cloverfield jerk off like at some point it's going to drop out of nowhere. And we're going to be like, well, there, I don't know. It's a Cloverfield well, movie. What the hell? <laughs> And there's always the art house films that nobody really knows about until about a month before they come out, and they're some of the best movies every time. Oh, absolutely. Gosh. Now I'm going think about Cloverfield now with that Cloverfield paradox premiering right after the Super Bowl. Who what? And everybody like ran to Netflix to watch it. And then it wasn't very that good. Movie, they, they cut uh, the Cloverfield monster in, in the last 10 seconds and pretend it was always there. Yeah. But Chris O'Dowd was in it, and so I was happy. That's true. That's true. The one show yeah, our daughter they, watches is Puffin Rock, and he's the narrator. So, the the problem though is is that the gravity of that space station. We've <sighs> talked about this probably on this podcast, but man, it annoyed the heck out of me. Yeah. At least Every th- single one of those loops that would give you gravity, they had spinning and Tudor axes, which would have just made you unbearably nauseous <laughs> every time you were in that room. Because it would change speed, right? Gravity was going to be changing constantly when you're in those rooms because they have, they're spinning, right? They're spinning, and then they're rotating around a central orbit. So when they're spinning in parallel to the rotation of the central orbit, they're going faster than when they're rotating on the far end. And to say nothing of the fact that they had gravity in the central spoke, which doesn't make any sense, it's going to be a good year for movies. Just, <laughs> just remember, Brendan, anytime you see something like that in a movie, a wizard did it. <laughs> wizard. A balloon and something bad happens. <laughs> Wait, Xena can't fly. I told you, I'm not Xena. I'm Lucy Lawless. I'm Lucy Lawless. Oh. <laughs> Me and my buddy who go to movies a couple times a year, they'll have some sci-fi mumbo-jumbo, and we look at each other in the middle of the theater and say, like a balloon with too much air in it. <laughs> oh, gosh. That just makes me think Red Letter Media is going to have a field day this year, just like they always do. Oh my yep, goodness! Yep. Those cynical bastards make me happy. Yeah, you know what else might come out? You, we mentioned stuff that might come out. I wonder if they follow will come out before the year is over. Because yeah, st- that's I wonder. Interesting. I didn't. I it's shocking to me that that movie came out ten years ago. Yeah, there's something to be said about that. Like something very much to be said about making one movie that should have launched your career you did nothing and then 10 years later you're like sequel script 
Uh-huh. I don't yeah. know. Uh, we'll check it out. Yep. I don't want to predict. But anyway, everybody, thank you so much for listening as always. Uh, we will definitely see you in the next one. Bye-bye now. Bye. 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 Bye.